Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Neil, let's talk about our crime. Crime mystery today. What do we have? We have a very enlightening topic, a very uplifting topic, which I am calling the prince and the paedophile. Or pedophile, you know, tomato, tomato. It's a staggering story. This this whole uh, situation that's unraveling with Prince Andrew, and I'd like to get oh, right, I'd like yeah. to get your take on it because of the American New York element, the Jeffrey Epstein Epstein mm. element. Okay, this story begins now. My story begins with a lady called Sue, a lady called Sue from Leeds. An extraordinary thing because earlier this week. They had the leaders' debate on national television, the UK leaders, that's obviously Boris Johnson, British Prime Minister, Conservative Party, Mm. had a leaders' debate with Jeremy Corbyn, head of the Labour Party, in the opposition. And it was a national debate, like you have in the US with the presidential debates and so on, as Britain's leading up to a general election. You're asking, what does this have to do with the prince and the paedophile? Yes, please. It's all down to Sue from Leeds. It was a QA, and and in the audience could contribute questions, members of the public. And Sue from Leeds put up her hand and asked the following question to Jeremy Corbyn and Boris Johnson. Sue asked, is the monarchy fit for purpose? Hmm. Could you give me a yes or no answer? Now, that is a staggering question. Anyone who's British who knows anything about British history knows that for a member of the public to stand up on a nationalised television (laughs) debate and ask, is the monarchy still fit for purpose, tells you where Britain is right now with its monarchy, right? But but people have questioned the monarchy a lot over the years, right? The expense. Of course, it goes goes generational and there's various issues and we can get into that if you want later. But it happens so quickly, apparently, that according to many, many news reports that I've subsequently re- uh, read, that question alone from Sue from Leeds, don't underestimate the power of the people sometimes, <laughs> sent shockwaves through Buckingham Palace, real shockwaves. The very next day after that televised debate, Prince Andrew released that statement saying he's withdrawing from all public events for the foreseeable future. Effectively, Glenn, this is unprecedented in my lifetime. This is a member of the royal family effectively being sacked Mm. from the royal family. Mm. The only time it's happened was with uh, Princess Diana. She was withdrawn from her royal duties, but she was divorced. So she wasn't actually a member of the royal family anymore. So that's the only time where she has literally been pulled away or stepped away from all official royal duties. What about Fergie? Didn't she kind of go through a... Yeah, Fergie's different because she wasn't a royal... She didn't have official royal engagements in the Uh, way that Princess Diana, as married to next in line to the throne, did. It was very different. So, I mean, yes, you have dukes and earls and they have engagements, but they're not official high-up royal events. Mm. So, the Duke of York, Prince Andrew, has officially been fired, effectively, (laughs) by his own mother. And this is... You know, I can't stress enough Mm. what a big deal this is because... By common consensus, Prince Andrew is the most popular royal amongst with his mother. He's always been the favourite oh, son. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. He's always been the favourite son. For 20-odd years, of course, he was second in line to the throne right. until William and Harry came along. Thirdly, he was sort of a war hero. I put that in inverted commas because he took part in the Falklands conflict in 1982. He was a very popular royal. But hmm. his connection, the prince to this connected, uh, uh, convicted yeah. paedophile 
is one of the staggering crime mysteries of the last 20 odd years because again just for the context of it Jeffrey Epstein Epstein committed suicide in August while he was on trial for the latest sex trafficking right. allegations I say allegations because he hadn't yet been found guilty. The reason I can say he was a convicted paedophile is because he had been convicted of the same crime before. Mm. What was his crime? He used to traffic teenagers to attend his very lavish banquets and balls and private parties of the world's richest and most powerful people, including Prince Andrew, who was photographed at these, I mean, the stupidity, I'm going to say, it, the stupidity of this man to, to allow himself to be photographed at these events, in any case, there's lots of photos going viral of him, you know, with his arm around teenagers, that famous photograph that everybody has seen with mm. his arm around his, the, the, the blonde girl who was mm. 17 at the time. She is doing a massive BBC interview with Panorama. Oh, really? The investigative program oh, that comes out next week. That'll be interesting. Which is why... He thought he would get in front of it and do this ridiculous car crash mm. of an interview. Did you see any yeah, of it? I did. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. You're in media. I'm in media. We're all connected to PR and marketing in one way or another. Two PR pe- One PR person resigned in protest before, sat within the royal household, saying, Andrew, do not do this interview. Mm. I've just seen today, in the last 24 hours, the PR person who recommended he should do the interview has been pushed aside. Right? <laughs> so that's two, that's two people. Collateral gone. damage everywhere on this, huh? I've never seen an interview like it. First, he said that the photographs were possibly photoshopped. He said that his fingers around her waist were added photoshopped because the fingers were too <laughs> chunky and pinkish. And the most jaw-dropping, ridiculous since the days of Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky and the blue dress, the most stupid, ridiculous defence I've ever heard for an alleged sexual misdemeanour, and I'm not going to... In this case, it's not a misdemeanour, it's an actual crime, alleged crime. He doesn't sweat. Have you heard this one? He doesn't sweat. In the photograph, he is sweating with this teenage girl. So he said... To a fantastic interview, by the way, Mm. Emily Maitlis, she did a fantastic job for BBC. With a straight face... Prince Andrew said, I believe this photograph with this teenage girl who was trafficked for sexual activities by Epstein. That is not disputed. Mm. That photo cannot be me because the me in that photo is sweating. And I do not sweat. Wait, it gets better. I do not sweat because he tries to paint himself as a war hero in the same sentence. He says, because I had something called, I can't even, listeners will spill their coffee listening to this. Because I had an outburst of adrenaline during my time as a, as a soldier in the Falklands War, in 1982, <laughs> I had this uh, medically proven outburst of adrenaline during the war, which subsequently made it impossible for me to sweat. <laughs> I mean, it's been laughed by just about every expert in the world. Anyway, it's been laughed out of, you know, popu- the court of public opinion by everybody. Mm. But then, of course, sometimes... Twitter can be hilarious. Social media can be hilarious. The social media were flooded with photographs of Prince Andrew sweating <laughs> coming out of nightclubs <laughs> with different women coming out of restaurants. And then, oh, then he says, ah, I couldn't have been with that trafficked teenage girl on the night in question. You've heard this part, I'm sure. Because I was in 
a pizza express in Woking. Now, for people who don't know Woking, Woking would be like Yishun mm. in Singapore, right? So it's the equivalent the Heartlands of... Yeah, out, it's a Heartlands there. hangout place. Yeah. Yeah. It would be the equivalent of President Jacob saying, I wasn't in the Astana that night. Yeah. I was in Pizza Express in, in Yishun. <laughs> now, I can't remember what I had for dinner last Saturday, Glenn, right. but the Prince Andrew can remember what he ate and where he ate it mm. in 2001. <laughs> and the best part is, even if that part is true, that he was in a Heartland Pizza Express on the outskirts of London, it's since been demonstrated that he was still only an hour away mm. from where the party took place mm. anyway mm. and went on into the small hours. Right. So he could have done both. Mm. So it's not him in the picture oh, because man. he doesn't sweat. It's not him in the picture because the picture has chunky fingers and it's not him. And... That's the mystery to me, the staggering stupidity of this man. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It, it's one of the worst interviews from a media PR perspective yeah. I think I've ever seen. Did you see any of it? it I did. Was yeah, no, I did. I, utterly jaw-dropping. It was just – it was shocking in its stupidity. Uh, and, you know, the, the, biggest, the biggest problem I think with all of this is that he, he neglects the – typical crisis communication, the three R's, right, which is express regret for something that you've done. Key point. You know, explain the reason why you did it, and then the remedy for, you know, for, for how you're going to make it good, right? And exactly. he doesn't do any of those. And people can, people can and will be very forgiving. If he said, look, yeah, I was at this party with Epstein. You know, yes, there were, there were you know, young, young women there, but there were a lot of people there. I had this picture taken. You know, shortly thereafter, I, I realized what was going on with Epstein. I never saw him again, which he's been made that point clear. Whether or not it's true, I don't know. But, you know, he didn't take any of the normal steps to try to say, you know, take some responsibility for being there. I'm not saying he has to admit anything more than that. But, but and then just move on. But, you know, coming up with the sweat defense and the this and the that, it's, it's like you say, it's laughable, but it's insulting mm. more than anything else. Well, that's, that's, that's a good point. And that's a lot of the commentaries have said that, unfortunately, this is a byproduct, a symptom of that elitist mentality right. where he has been surrounded since the day he was born by people, vast numbers of people, who are there just to do his bidding, whether they are at private parties and they're serving him drinks or possibly allegedly providing him other services. Yep. His whole life has been about lesser mortals, lesser beings mm-hmm. being on hand in his in his mindset, not mine. Mm-hmm. You know, being on hand to provide him with whatever services he wants with a sure. click of a finger. Sure. That's why there's been absolutely no remorse, absolutely none. During that interview, the question was where he's banged to rights is there are photographs of him with Epstein in Central Park, New York, after Epstein has already served his time for the first. Uh, sex trafficking yeah. offence he was found guilty Years for. Years ago, yeah. He said, I was going over, you know this part, I was going over to tell him I can't see him anymore. But he spent four <laughs> days telling him this. It just took me four seconds. And a, stro- and a stroll in Central Park. Yeah, it took me four seconds, <laughs> but it took him four nights yeah. in, in Epstein's property to say, I can't see you anymore. Absolute hogwash. And during the interview, he, he, he used the word, I'll say misdemeanor, it wasn't misdemeanor, it was even less important than that, even less uh, telling. He said, and during Epstein's misdemeanor, and the interviewer was fantastic, she stepped in, and the look of disgust on the interviewer's face, Mm. she said, misdemeanor, he's a sex offender. Yeah. And Andrew had to recoil and say, oh, yes, 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 of course. That was his window to say, 
you know, my empathy is with the victims. This is a rich, entitled man who literally has, maybe it's a pathological thing, has no empathy. For and the, no clue, obviously. No empathy, no understanding, no anything, no, no remorse, no, for anyone of the less fortunate. He is an entitled member of society, and they were there to serve him. So my best part was the best education that money could buy, and that's the best they could come up with. It was one of the most stupid, idiotic interviews I have ever seen. And that is our crime for today, and, and unfortunately, a, a very sad, sad, sad one in many ways. The prince and the pedophile. Thank you, Neil, very much for that. And let's hope that, man, this whole—I don't—I don't even know what to say. But it's just so sad. Well, let's hope in the next couple of weeks the ladies involved are going to get their moment in the spotlight let's and hope not they before just, time. Uh, you know, tell all. Yeah, it would be great to see. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.